Hey, this is Scott from the Teal Shirt Report. If you haven't heard about Anchor, hey, it's free. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. I spent over 20 years in the radio industry, and our company, BigJReport.com, was looking for a podcast home for our podcast, and we chose Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you can make money, too, from your podcast with no minimum listenership. To find us, go to anchor.fm forward slash Scott dash Mullis. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. It's so easy. That's anchor.fm. Welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. Glad you're here. My name is Scott, and we're here to talk about the uh, Jaguars on our Teal Shirt Report, you know, each and every time, although we do talk about, you know, other sports and North Florida entertainment. Not a lot of entertainment with uh, the coronavirus, which is basically uh, postponed or canceled all the, uh, most all the concerts or sporting events. Uh, throughout North Florida, surrounding areas across the country, across the state, the country, the nation, the world. Uh, this uh, COVID-19 is, you know, has been a, has been destructive as far as uh, canceling almost every event, concerts, sports, etc. You uh, can't go in the restaurants and eat. You got to get your orders uh, to go, take out. Let's talk about the Jaguars. Uh, we do have the NFL draft to look forward to. The NFL draft, I, I just found out here a few minutes ago, is going to be completely virtual, which means um, basically all 32 teams will have their virtual setup. They'll be able to, um, you know, contact the league, the commissioner, and the folks that work for the commissioner. When the Jaguars make their selection at number nine, assuming there's not any kind of trading out of that pick or anything like that, the Jaguars make their selection at number nine. I'm assuming they'll pick up the phone, the phone, the landline, the cell phone, and call their new player. And, and the new player will talk to uh, the GM, Dave Codwell, the head coach, Doug Marone, and you know, in most years, uh, Shad Khan has also been there in the war room, the draft room, if you will, for the Jaguars. So we look forward to it. The NFL draft is really the uh, next sporting event, even though there won't be a ball played, a play run, a crowd in the stadium. It's all going to be virtual April 23rd. April 23rd will be the uh, first round, of course. The... Um, Second round, I believe they do the second and uh, uh, third rounds on the second day. And then rounds four through seven will be on the third day. The draft will run April the 23rd through April the 25th. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So the draft is coming up. 
The Jaguars have made some changes, of course. Picked up free agents like tight end Tyler Eifert. Mm -hmm. Tyler Eifert got a two-year contract, about $15.5 million. Um, you know, the Jaguars, of course, um, got their linebacker, uh, Joe Schobert. Schobert's contract, Schobert's contract is certainly larger than Eifert's. Uh, Schobert's contract about five years at, I think Schobert's contract is about five years at $53 million, where he's making, you know, over $10 million a season easily. So we're not going to talk so much about the free agents, the players the Jaguars have released, which we know they have released players like Marcel Darius. They've traded players as well, like Calais Campbell to the Baltimore Ravens for a fifth-round draft pick. The draft's coming up. The Jaguars will have uh, 12 picks in the draft. That brings us to probably the hottest topic uh, going right now, and that's defensive end pass rusher Yannick Ngakwe the Jaguars are franchise tagging, which means if he stays with the Jaguars, he'll have to play under the franchise tag. And uh, estimates he'll be making somewhere upwards of 17 to $19.3 million uh, for the 2020 season if he plays. He could hold out. Unique Ngakwe, the pass rusher defensive end, said he wants out of Jacksonville, does not want to play in Jacksonville. Is it posturing? I think he's trying to force his way out, just like Jalen did. So we'll talk about that. Defensive end pass rusher Unique Ngakwe wants to leave our city and our team. Again, I'll repeat that. Defensive end pass rusher Unique Ngakwe wants to leave our team and our city. If the Jaguars get the right offer that they want, a trade will most likely take place. If the Jags don't get the offer they want and expect uh, Unique, um, you know, expect Unique to, uh, of course, being franchised, uh, he can play on the franchise tag and make a big uh, payday in 2020 or sit out and not get paid. So what does he do? You know, if the Jaguars don't trade him and uh, he signs the um, the franchise agreement and plays, which I, I don't believe he signed anything as of yet at this point, but the Jaguars have the right, according to the, uh, the rules, to franchise him this year. They can franchise him in 2021 as well. So that's kind of what's going on with Unique Ngakwe. So in other words, he can, if he's not traded by the Jaguars, he can play or sit. If he sits, he doesn't make anything. But he's trying to force a trade, right? Okay. So, you know, the Jags got 12 picks in the 2020 draft. Do they need more? Well, I guess you could always use more, particularly if it's a first-round pick. That's the only way I see that he gets traded. The Jaguars are waiting on the best offer. Now, the interesting thing about it is when you have a situation where a player wants to be traded, for the Jaguars to trade him, what they want is multiple teams to be interested, and that could drive the, uh, the return on the trade up a bit. 
Right now, I'm hearing the interested teams include the New York Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, and possibly the Seattle Seahawks, with apparently a handful of teams interested in uh, in Gakwe. This should mean there's competition where the Jags can get the best offer possibly. It looks like it's uh, it could get ugly. It could get uglier, especially if uh, this lingers on uh, for the next few weeks, the next few months, if a trade is not made. If I was general manager Dave Codwell, I, I wouldn't take less than a first-round pick for Mr. Uh, Ngakwe. I really wouldn't. Apparently, Jalen Ramsey was the tip of the iceberg uh, for all this back in 2019. The Jags made a nice haul of two first-rounders and a fourth-round pick for Ramsey. It was, uh, by most concerned, you know, by, by most of us that are concerned about this, the Jaguars fans, uh, the media, which I'm a part of, and and um, as well as being a lifelong fan of the Jaguars ever since they started playing in 1995, I, I will say that I'm concerned. The fan base, the entire fan base is certainly concerned. And... You know, the fans have been behind Ngakwe, but then when you turn around and say, hey, I don't want to be there, you know, that that's a horse of a, a different situation. Apparently, Jalen Ramsey was the tip of the iceberg of all this back in 2019. The Jags made a nice haul, as I mentioned, getting two first-rounders, including a first-rounder from, from the uh, Rams this year in the trade, which led to Ramsey uh, going to the Rams after um, – Ramsey complains that he had a back injury and missed the last uh, three games and three weeks of the season uh, for the Jaguars. So you can have a bad back, play sick, as some people say. Did he, did he have a bad back? Some people thought he did. Uh, again, the Jags did make a nice haul of two first-rounders. I think you got to go, and you got to make these trades while the iron is hot. However, you know, there's teams out there that, you know, you, you never know because there's teams out there, they might have a pass rusher on their team and the guy gets hurt in August, uh, perhaps during, uh, you know, the exhibition season, the preseason training camp, what have you. And then they might be more apt to make the trade. So if you're general manager, uh, Dave Codwell, do you wait? My feeling is you do. You wait until you get that best offer for unique in Gakwe, and then you make the trade like you did with Ramsey. I, I don't think the Jag could could the Jags couldn't have done much better than two first rounders and a fourth rounder, three draft picks for Ramsey, and two of them are first rounders. I don't think the Jags could have done much better. I think they made the trade of Ramsey at the right time last year in 2019. The Jags made a nice haul. Now. You know, recent long-term deals uh, were done by the Jaguars. So many people say, well, the Jags aren't making, you know, they're not keeping their own players. They're keeping some of them. You know, recent long-term deals were given and agreed upon uh, as far as uh, Miles Jack, which, you know, the Miles Jack deal was a good deal for Jack and the Jaguars from the standpoint, and it surprised me. I didn't think they would sign Miles Jack before they signed Ngakwe or tried to sign Jalen Ramsey, but I guess the Jags felt like, um, hey, they needed to hang on to somebody. If they can't hang on to Ramsey, they can't hang on to Ngakwe, they better, they better grab somebody. 
and they like Jack enough to make him the long-term, you know, the long-term offer. So, um, you know, um, Miles Jack is going to be in a Jaguars uniform, you know, for the foreseeable future anyway. So, again, the Jags have made uh, recent long-term deals uh, with some of their players. Recent long-term deals were, um, were, were given and agreed upon. Uh, by Miles Jack in 2019 and center Brandon Linder almost uh, three years ago. I think Linder is scheduled to make about $8 million in 2020. And uh, Linder's agreement, when he signed it almost three years ago, I believe was a $51 million contract, which he would get the entire 51 if he, you know, stays through the life of the contract. It looks like he may unless the Jaguars decide to go a different route at center. So Brandon Linder is going to make, uh, not break the bank money uh, for the Jaguars, but still $8 million is a lot of money for a center. But can you do better than Brandon Linder for less money? I guess that's what you look at in today's NFL. So uh, center uh, Brandon Linder almost three years ago signed the extension. He's due to make $8 million in 2020, and he's been with the Jaguars for his entire NFL career. You take a look at center Brandon Linder. He was a third round pick uh, by Dave Codwell a few years ago in the early days uh, that uh, general manager Dave Codwell was with the Jaguars and he still is. He's got one year uh, left on his contract. So center Brandon Linder signed that deal almost three years ago. Now uh, Nick Foles got a big free agent deal in 2019 from the Jaguars, but was recently traded to the Chicago bears. Um, just uh, just recently and a few weeks ago for a fourth round draft pick. So the Jags got the Jaguars got plenty of draft picks. The main reason for trading Foles was, you know, as I see it, was his salary cap numbers, his injury, and the emergence of Jaguars 2019 six round draft pick Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is a is really a bargain, a six-round pick, and he, he won six games for the Jaguars, and hopefully he'll continue to improve in year two because it looks like he's the uh, clear-cut starter at quarterback at this point. I understand the Jaguars can franchise tag Yannick Ngakwe this year and next year, too, if they want to. If I'm the Jaguars general manager, I'm looking uh, for a can't-turn-down offer, right? And I'm looking for a uh, can't turn down offer like a first round pick and then perhaps something else also besides a first round pick, perhaps a player, perhaps another draft pick, most likely a first and a third would probably do it. Right. But at least they've got to include a first round pick with the offer. The Jags already. The Jacksonville Jaguars already have 12 NFL draft picks in 2020. Sometimes a team uh, has to use the rules to their advantage to make an example of a player um, in this case. So you don't want every player, you know, trying to force their way out of Jacksonville, right? So sometimes a team has to make an example of a player. The uh, situation could get very, very ugly, especially if Ngakwe is not traded. And then training camp comes, and he's sitting out. Uh, preseason games come, he's sitting out. The regular season comes, he continues to sit out. He's not going to be paid. 
he won't be paid in 2020 until he starts playing. So from Ngakwe's standpoint, he wants to be traded. From the Jaguars' standpoint, Ngakwe, you know, is a chip and a player. In other words, he's there. He's a trading chip where the Jaguars can trade him for something because he doesn't want to be here. But you just don't want to give the player away. I mean, it's a he's a bargaining chip, you know, at this point. Uh, the Jaguars drafted Yannick Ngakwe in the third round, the same year they drafted Dante Fowler in the first round. And Gakwe turned out to be the better player. But Fowler has, uh, you know, he moved on to the Rams. The Jaguars uh, traded Fowler to the Rams. And now uh, Fowler has left the Rams and signed a free agent contract with the Atlanta Falcons. So we look at this situation. You know, if, if I'm, if I were to be, if I was the Jaguars general manager, I'm looking for the can't turn down offer like a first-round pick and something else also, as I mentioned a moment ago. The Jags already have 12 NFL picks in 2020. Sometimes the team um, has to use the rules to their advantage uh, to make an example of a player uh, to, keep, to keep this from, you know, to keep this from not happening again. The ja- but, I'm, you know, the way I see it is these things are going to always be a part of the Jaguars and a part of other teams too. You know, it happened in Pittsburgh with uh, the running back, Le'Veon Bell, who's, what did he set out the whole season, right? Um, but one thing about Le'Veon Bell, he had actually made more money uh, than Ngakwe. Ngakwe has never really made the tremendous money, even though he made, you know, he made about $2 million last year, which is pretty good money. Nothing to sneeze at, obviously. But as far as the really big money, like what he can make, on the NFL franchise tag in 2020, does Ngakwe say, well, let me play and make the big money and maybe even risk an injury? Or does he just sit out? What will his agent do? So talking uh, more about the situation with Yannick Ngakwe, yeah, it can get real dicey. It can get really worse than that. It can get ugly. Does Yannick Ngakwe play for the Jaguars in 2020? I don't think he wants to. I, I think he wants to force a trade. So Ngakwe forces a trade. The team's interested. Maybe the New York Giants, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, maybe there's a team that we don't know about yet. But the key thing for the Jaguars is they've got to stand pat, wait for the best offer, let the team say, hey, we'll give you a first round and a third round pick. Man, you would take that in a minute, I believe, a first and a third. However, if they come back and say, well, we're going to give you a second round pick or a third round pick, I think then you play it out. And you say, hey, Unique, if you want to get paid, you got to play to pay. You got to, what is it? Uh, you got to, <laughs> you got to play to get paid, in other words. So that's kind of where it stands. Uh, if the Jaguars are unable to make the trade, 
perhaps you get an offer, but it's not to their liking. They have every right to, um, you know, say unique, um, unique and Gawkway. We've got you on the franchise tag. Um, you're on the Jaguars roster and to get paid you to get paid, have got to play. So that's what it kind of comes down to. Uh, the Jaguars could make, obviously they, they, they could make a trade and we'll see if that, you know, if that comes down again, the Jags have two options here, trade the unhappy player for the best offer or, you know, play, play him on the franchise tag. Uh, the Jaguars again, you know, could franchise tag unique this year as they have, and they can franchise him in 2021 if they like as well. So I think the Jaguars really have the, are really holding the cards. And, you know, by the rules, by the rules, and we know about the rules because, uh, Apparently, uh, the executive uh, vice president, Tom Coughlin, you know, even though he thought, hey, these players should be fined, you know, even though that's this might not be completely according to the rules. I mean, the players are kind of skirting the rules, too, because they got to play on the franchise tag. Their only, you know, their only way to have leverage is to hold out their services. That's it. So uh, I think it, it it's it all depends on the offer uh, for the player. And I think that offer has got to include a first-round draft pick. Again, we are hearing Seahawks, Eagles, New York Giants. I think lately the New York Giants and the Seahawks have been the strongest uh, two that we've heard. The Eagles still laying back in the woods probably – the way the Eagles operate, you know, they're they're looking to fleece the Jaguars, maybe. But I think any of these teams, if they want to secure the services in a trade for Unique Ngakwe, I believe it's going to have to include, without a doubt, a first-round pick. So that's kind of that's kind of how things stand. Switching our ten- attention to uh, North Florida Entertainment, you know, we can mention college football. When's it going to start? We don't know. Major League Baseball, I've heard recently that they might start the season where all the all the teams go to Arizona and play in some crowdless stadiums with no crowds. That's uh, That's been talked about. Nothing is set in stone. I have heard that the PGA Golf Tour is now talking about starting to schedule some events for June. I hear the Masters, which has been postponed, could be made up as early as November of 2020. That's that's what I've heard. The uh, Memorial Golf Tournament could be the first tournament played as early as June with no crowd. Okay. NBA has talked about having some Playoffs, yeah, the NBA is talking about some playoffs. I believe the NHL is talking about some playoffs too. So uh, if they're able to start playing back, you know, perhaps during the summer, that type of thing. But is the regular season over? There's no regular season. They just move into the playoffs. 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, we'll follow it right here on the Teal Shirt Report. Uh, you can also uh, follow us at BigJReport.com. That's our website, BigJReport.com. Uh, click on the support button if you'd like to support the podcast. Uh, we, we're always looking for uh, new sponsors. Of course, Anchor.fm, one of our uh, sponsors of the uh, Teal Shirt Report. And we are looking for sponsors, supporters. Click the support button and you can support the podcast. We'll be back again real soon. This is Scott for the Teal Shirt Report. Check us out at BigJReport.com. And we're doing these reports where, you know, we're doing these reports for the most part. Our goal is to, to attempt to do about three shows or episodes each week. And uh, over the last three weeks, we've not done as many, but we've always put a show or episode out at least at least once a week. But a lot of weeks we put out as many as three. Our eventual goal would be to, you know, put episodes and shows out at least every other day and maybe get to that point of a a teal shirt report on a daily basis. We're working toward that now. Thank you for listening to today's uh, teal shirt report. We hope you have a wonderful day. And again, with uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, stay, uh, stay safe and happy out there and healthy. Have a great day. This is Scott. Thanks for listening to the Teal Shirt Report.